Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. <laughs> You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. You know that feeling when a smell just instantly takes you back to a time or a place? I literally look at fragrance as the marker to key memories in my life. How many fragrances do you own? I've only had a signature scent for the last few years, but I have literally owned, I mean, hundreds of fragrances. Which is why today she's super excited because we're here with a very, very special guest, Actually, I've known this guest for over 10 years. She has been a stylist. By the way, she's in a unbelievably chic blazer, little silver and gold jewelry. A necklace. A necklace. You might know her website, The Chriselle Factor. You might know her YouTube channel, since it's the number one YouTube channel as a fashion expert. That's worth sharing. You might also know her as being the creative director of Fleur, P-H-L-U-R, a brand we at Lipstick on the Rim are obsessed with. That's sold out. It is a fine fragrance line that smells just as good as the packaging. It's so fucking sleek and chic. Her goal is to encourage, educate, and inspire all women through her personal style, which is sick. You guys have to follow her on Instagram. Runway trends, beauty secrets, fashion tricks, and more. I've known Chriselle Lim before Chloe, before Colette. Before anything. You were born in Texas, lived in Seoul, Korea. You are an OG in our fashion. You're an OG influencer, influencer world. I mean, so many people follow you and you're an incredible mom. And also we're going to talk a little bit later about her side project, which is actually for working moms, you're going to want to know about it. And she's going to talk about Bumo, right? Yes, Bumo. And it's, it's, but I got to take everybody back because everybody doesn't know you the way I know you. Okay. Well, can we go back to when I actually first, I think, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, eight years ago when I went to your house? Yeah. I know. Oh, I don't know seem, this story. Should I be jealous? Is there like, like a friendship here I don't know about? Am I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. Is. You should be a little jealous okay, yeah, because right. that's when okay. I really, just fell in love with Molly. I've always known you, Molly, from, you know, things that we, we've we done in the past, but I felt like I really got to know you at your place. You were just starting YouTube and you pulled me aside and you're like, Chriselle, I have to tell you what you're doing. Just keep doing it because, and this whole acting, this whole Hollywood, like, she's like, don't, don't go in that direction. She's <laughs> like, just stay, just stay in this, this you were side. So yeah. you were literally on the verge of blowing. You could see it. You were on that traction. I mean, the Chriselle factor was becoming, I mean, it was the beginning, but Thank it was becoming you. 
literally who it is today. And that I love seeing that. And you know what I loved about you? You you also had your own style, your Mm -hmm. own being, the way you looked at things, the way you put together your fashion, your makeup, your style, your kids were obsessed with the way you dress them. How did you, for those of you who don't know the Chriselle Factor, like tell our listeners how it kind of began. I mean, you were, you know, a little girl from Seoul, Korea and yeah. I mean, I, so I went to college in, at FITM, LA, and I was bored. I was literally just looking for something to do, just like a, a fun little outlet. And then I just saw a few people like Ami Song, who had her blog, Sincerely Jewels, and they were just starting. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me just start mine. And so I started alongside those girls. And it was just the beginning when fashion bloggers were starting to get noticed by brands. So I think it was about 15 years ago mm-hmm. and I was in college and I was truly just bored. And I was like, I'm just going to update this every day. I also had my YouTube channel and that kind of took off because at the time there was no one really doing high fashion for people my age. I mean, my age back then was like really young, it was like in my early, early 20s. But the people that were on YouTube were teenagers. They're like 13 years old. And so there was no one speaking to me who was in her like early adulthood wanting to like dress professional like on a dime and so I was like okay let me start doing YouTube and so simultaneously the YouTube and the blog kind of grew at the same time and then I don't know it I wish I could tell you that there was one thing that kind of took my career overnight but the industry was just starting to develop and brands were just starting to notice I think it was Tiffany and Co Mm. and Coach were my very first kind of partners Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of brands were a little confused as far as what they were doing. And Tiffany & Co, I remember this one event that they invited me to that I went with them as a guest, which was really big at the time, still is, but then back then only celebrities were being invited to, which was a Blue Book Gala. And that was like in my college years. And I was like, what am I doing here? I'm not supposed to be here. By the way, that's a, that was a big gala. It was a big gala, right? And I think not that that event made my career, but that was a pivotal moment in my mind of, oh, maybe this can actually take me somewhere. Like maybe if I continued on this path of blogging and doing YouTube, then I don't know, maybe I can make a career out of this. Have you always had a deep love of fashion? Always, always was so obsessed with fashion. In high school, I would save up all of my money that my hard earned money at, I'm not, fam- I'm not familiar with that at all. You guys might be best friends. <laughs> yes, I worked at Victoria's Secret as like an express. Uh, and I, I actually had two jobs because I wanted to shop, basically. Me too. <laughs> I spent all my money on Juicy Couture velour tracksuits. Mm-hmm. Also, what else did I buy? I think it's just Juicy Couture tracksuits. I, I, I literally... be best friends. This morning, she's like... And I got this, just this little thing from Chanel, but I got it because look how pretty the Chanel tweed little. It's just um, an eye, it was just an eyeshadow thing. But. It was just an eyeshadow. It was in a cute quilted little pocket oh, that she so fit chic. into it's so perfectly. Chic. I'm like, oh my Lord. But I was the same. I worked at Banana Republic and The Gap. Oh, so retail gal. Oh yeah, I was retail gals. I could fold a perfect tee, but I did it so I could afford my Prada nylon backpack, which I am so pissed I didn't keep. Oh my God. Because that was in 1996. You had an original Prada I nylon. I had an OG mm-hmm. Prada nylon. And you don't have it anymore. And I don't have it anymore. And I, w- by the way, I was in college. 
and I should have kept See, that See, you thing. were real chic already. Like, it took me a while My to get My immigrant parents were like, what are you doing? Like, they she literally, was, when I first met her, she was running, or she was running part of, like, doing Club Monaco, like, from Canada. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I, I mean, I was It very, started early on. I was, I was very into fashion. My grandmother was a seamstress, so that's where it started. I love that. Yeah. Love. Very much. Very we need, much. We need to go shopping. We need to have I, girls I, day. Yeah, that would be a dream. A dream. <laughs> you have a strong connection to other women. Can you talk about how and where that came from? Yeah, so my mom raised me. My dad was, you know, traditional kind of working dad, was never around. He was traveling back and forth to Asia quite a bit. So it was my mom that raised me and my sister and also my grandma. My grandma, she was the very first gynecologist, woman gynecologist in Korea. And that was when, I mean, and she's old, right? She's like in her 90s now. But back then when she first started, women were basically not allowed to work. So you know, I'm very proud of that, of kind of like the strong working women Mm-hmm. in my bloodline. My mom kind of ruined it. But she, you know, she was working in other sense. She was working at home. She really sacrificed her entire life to just raise my sister and I. But yeah, working women have really been kind of within our family. And it's something that I'm really proud of. And hopefully my girls will, you know, look at that and be proud of it as well. I've never been a tattoo person, but it's nice to be reminded of something you hold close to your heart from time to time. Enter Little Words Project, the cutest brand that makes the cutest beaded bracelets that you can either have as is or customize to your liking. Their bracelets are so nostalgic for me. They remind me of my childhood when I used to bead bracelets with my mom or friends. Little words are meant to be worn, loved, and one day passed on to someone who needs that word of encouragement more than you do. The best part, each bracelet has a unique code on the tag that you can register on their website so you can actually track where your bracelet goes as it inspires from wrist to wrist. And they make a fabulous gift or a friendship bracelet. It's an easy way to show someone how much you really care about them. Sometimes the smallest gifts are the most impactful. With the holidays coming up, I'll be gifting these to many people in my life. They also make a great stocking stuffer or secret Santa present. I'm just saying. Who doesn't love words of affirmation? With everything going on in our crazy world, sometimes you just need that extra dose of a reminder of what really is important. Want to empower yourself and spread kindness to others with the original word bracelet? Well, we have a special offer for our listeners. Go to littlewordsproject.com slash lipstick or enter lipstick at checkout for 30% off your first order it's an unbelievably great offer, and it's only for a limited time. That's littlewordsproject.com slash lipstick for 30% off your first order. You can also find Little Words Project at Target, Nordstrom, or one of their flagship stores. Thanks, Little Words Project. You might have caught on by now that I really take great pride, and I get very into decorating our home for the holidays. And by the holidays, I mean every holiday. We just went all out for Halloween, and now the time has come. The holiday season is upon us. You know what that means. My house is about to turn into a full-blown winter wonderland. I'm actually really excited. I just got a new office, and I really can't help myself, and my office will, too, become a winter wonderland. And if you, like me, have a to-do list that includes baking gingerbread and decking the halls, then you must, must check out the best place to get it all done. 
That's Macy's, of course. They have everything you need, not only to transform your home, but to throw a killer dinner party. FYI, I'm throwing a killer dinner birthday, holiday birthday for my husband. Host a secret Santa. The options are endless. Your husband might want to kill you when it's all said and done, but at least he will know that he is appreciated. Okay, let's get back to their site for a minute. We're talking an abundance of food, candy, ornaments, wreaths, truly the most unbelievable holiday decor. There's nothing I can't find. I particularly love everything from the brand Holiday Lane this year. It's so good. They make everything from garlands to snow globes to little light up houses. They're festive. They're fun. Imagine a dollhouse, but for the holidays. And if you really want to theme your next dinner party, which I have to say is really fun to do when you have a big group, their dining and entertaining section will be where you will find absolutely everything you need to make your vision come to life. Oh, and we do have a vision. I'm telling you, if you're counting the days until the holidays like I am, check out Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle.com. That's Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle.com. And action. Hey everyone, I'm Sarah Gretzky. And I'm Natalie Buck. And together, we are the Nut Chicks. We're here to talk anything and everything on screen, including what your favorite celebs are up to. And if you want to know what shows we are absolutely loving and hating, well, thank God, because we will be unpacking for you every single Thursday. So grab your Netflix and some popcorn because the chicks are coming. And scene. You influence so many women with your style, with your fashion. Our listeners are like, we take polls of who who you guys want to be on the podcast. Chriselle was strong favorite. Oh. Can you tell us a little bit about your style? Because women love it. Women are obsessed with it and they want to be you. They want to dress like you. They want, how can, if you're listening to this podcast, can you give us a few like kind of tips or tricks or things that you do, whether, I mean, even sitting here and watching you now, you look so elegant in your oversized blazer with your (laughs) button, unbuttoned, just one too many. Like it's fucking like sexy. Yeah. You make make luxury. Like when I'm on your page, it's very much, it doesn't feel it's luxury, but it's approachable. Like I don't feel like, Ooh, that's like, it's like a picture perfect moment that I can't touch. Like it's very much attainable luxury. Yeah. Like, I think my style has evolved a lot since I was first starting in fashion. I think I first started off being very feminine, especially with my blog. I was like the most feminine girl in frilly dresses and things that could twirl. And I think that is the beauty of fashion is that it's really a reflection of kind of the state Mm -hmm. of life of where you're at, right? I think back then I really wanted to feel girly and feminine because I don't know, that's what made me feel good. Right. But now in my stage, I call it, I think Emrata calls it the bitch era. <laughs> I mean, we're both divorced. So, and you know, I guess I'm in my bitch era now, which is... I think your bitch era serves you just for <laughs> the record. Serving, yeah, you're definitely, it's it, it's working. So yeah, I mean, I, I feel the most confident in something that feels cool, effortless, sexy, kind of undone, a little more masculine, but that has like a kind of sexy edge to it. And what are some of those pieces? Definitely a good wide leg pant mm-hmm. with like an unbuttoned shirt. Like What's a your favorite blouse. pant? My favorite pant, right? I'm actually wearing Ami Song's denim line, which is Song of it's Style. It's beautiful. Oh, I love it. Honestly, 
I'm obsessed and I'm a denim snob. Like I have my my next favorite are my Loewe jeans, but I think my next favorite now are a song of style denim. So shout out to my girl Ami for making some amazing denim. I love a good slouchy silk blouse. Lejeune's. Yeah. We love Lejeune's. Yeah, Lejeune's. I think mm-hmm. they are the masters of silk. Yeah, it's like the perfect sexy shirt. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then my blazer is Saint Laurent. And Saint Laurent has pretty much the most powerful silhouette. I'm all about power dressing, but in I felt like I was power dressing a few years ago in a very put together way where I was like matching tops and matching bottoms. But I think I've strayed away from that and it's more power dressing in a very casual, undone way now. It seems effortless. Yes, yes. Which is probably coming from a confidence that you have, I think, from maybe what you've gone through. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to talk about it. We know your world has been a little bit thrown upside down. You were the mother of two, Chloe and Colette. But you've recently separated from your husband. And I know that has been heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think that it's been almost two years now, which is mind boggling to me because it literally feels like just yesterday when I made that decision. And what led you to that? Because what was that moment of like, because it's hard. You have two beautiful girls. Mm-hmm. We see you together. I see you every year, a couple of times a year with Alan or, you know, and then you seem so. Yeah. But again, that's what we're supposed to see. We're supposed right. to, you know. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part is that you create this kind of image online, whether it be with your family and with your kids or with your personal well-being and everything seems okay and and more than okay, it seems perfect and it seems glamorous, right? And that was kind of the the story that I was telling to my followers. But you was know, that the story you were also telling to yourself for a long time? Absolutely. And to myself, because look, relationships are hard. You guys all know this. Mm-hmm. Like it is probably one of the toughest things that us as adults have to figure out. There's no easy way out. And so I knew that. And I, I kept telling myself, this is hard. It's supposed to be hard. It's this is normal, right? And I was telling that to myself for over five years. Really? And I was like, this is okay. This is normal. It's supposed to be hard because that is a story that everyone tells you, right? Yeah. That marriage is hard. And so because I was trying to convince myself that this was normal, I think I was just trying to cope with what what I was dealing with and kind of putting that face forward publicly as if everything was okay. And I was not okay, but I didn't even know I was not okay (laughs) at the end of the day because I just became so numb to it all. And it just felt like a haze, like kind of like this blur. When I think about my life the past, I guess, eight to 10 years, everything seems blurry because... Mm -hmm. Not that my life wasn't great. I had great moments and I'm not denying the fact that we had some great times together. But overall, I think I was pretty depressed. And when you're in a state of depression, everything becomes a little hazy. Like you don't really remember things, Mm -hmm. right? You remember moments, but it's almost like it all goes together. Yeah, yeah. 
I watched your video. I mean, I was wa- literally when you announced sort of, you know, what was going on, you revealed to your followers. And I thought the vulnerability you showed, because it's also very hard to have this public persona and yeah. be looking, hey, this is me. And it was, you know, very vulnerable. And, yeah. you know, we all go through things like I'm, you know, personally going through something right now with my own family. And it is incredibly challenging. And you try to you know, project something and and I just retreated. I just was yeah. like, I'm not posting anything right now because I don't know how to. Yeah. But it is. It's it's a very difficult position to be in to to show the world your vulnerability. But you really did it with such grace that Thank you. I mean yeah. when your mom was cooking for you and your mom oh. and talking about your parents moving back in, I'm like, oh I'm, I'm I mean, crying. I was crying. I'm crying right now. I I mean Oh God. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me the hardest thing and what's still kind of really gets me kind of worked up and <laughs> super emotional is how my people like my community showed up for yep. me because I'm the type of person that never asks for help like I will fight the battle in silence if I had to just because I am just that stubborn of a person and I'm just like and it's kind of cultural like I don't want to put my burden on mm-hmm. anyone else because most of my friends are parents too and I don't want to give them an added problem to deal with. And also they're not used to seeing you like that. Yeah, exactly. But when I was going through it, there was a point where I was like, shit, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't do this on my own right now. And so I told my parents and like literally in 24 hours, they're like, we're driving down. Don't worry. And so they drove down that day. They came to my house. They didn't ask me any questions. They just helped me pack like in silence. And they're just like, you don't need to talk. You don't need to explain yourself. We're just here to help you. So they just started helping me pack all my stuff, the girls stuff. And then my team even, they didn't ask any questions. They're like, okay, what do you need from us? Let's find a house for you. You know, bam, like in 20, 24 hours, they found like a little Airbnb that we could stay at. My friend, my sister, she flew down. Like every, I felt like, People showed up. People showed up. And people think that divorces are ugly, which they can be and they are, but they're also really beautiful in a sense where during deaths, people come together mm-hmm. and they mourn over a loss of somebody. And I felt like it was kind of my death of my old self and people came and showed up for me and they like cried with me and they went through the fire with me. And it was beautiful. And you know, divorce is ugly, it's painful, but my core memories of it are actually really beautiful because of these moments that my people actually showed up and because I allowed them into my heart and I allowed them to come serve me when I actually needed that help. And in in return, my heart expanded. And now I wanna go out there and help other people. And I think you have, and I think that's why your community showed up for you because you have you had shown up for them for 12 plus years yeah you know and it is it is hard i mean you have two two little ones but it's amazing sometimes again like just my own personal situation the people that you expect to show up sometimes don't yeah. and then the ones that do show up are the last ones you thought would mm-hmm. and yeah it's community is you know, I'm very stubborn and I didn't. Wait, what I, sign are you? I feel like you and I are like. Leo. Oh, okay. What are you? I'm an Aries. Okay. I was like, okay. Yeah. But now I'm, yeah, <laughs> no. But it's, it's definitely, I think the community is sometimes everything. And it's, 
I think that when you go through something challenging, be it divorce, be it death, be it illness, it it gives you perspective in life yeah. that I appreciate. I look at it as a gift now. I look at what we're going through as a family as as a tremendous gift. Yeah. And I and I think that it's shaping my family in a way that I never thought was possible. Oh my God, I wish we talked about beauty products. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am crying. No, this, is, this is good. And, you know, I don't know what you're going through, but yes, you're absolutely right. It's, it's one of those things where you don't wish it upon anybody. But then when you're in it, you're just like, I am actually really excited for you because the person that you're going to come out of this is going to be a completely different person. And you're just going to appreciate life be so much more present than you've ever been just because of the shit that you went through. I know. And and you're going to be in your bitch face. And I think the takeaway, guys, <laughs> I am here. I am in my bitch face now. I went through my healing era last year. <laughs> I think the takeaway for our listeners is like sometimes we get hit with shit that sucks and we don't expect it. And there's two routes. You can go the route of feeling really, really sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's okay too, because we're allowed to. And 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 you can curl up in a ball and feel sorry for yourself for a day, for a month, for a year. But then I think we also have to look at things and and take our learnings from it. And, and I think that when we do that, we come out of it actually better versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's, you know, I, I have a strong sense of faith. And I think sometimes I always say God doesn't give you what you can't handle. Yeah. And and I really truly believe that. Like And the community that comes out of it in a different way. It's like you yeah. said, we've both been going through things and you know, the people who showed up I, some of them I was like, "Wow, I yeah. actually didn't you surprised me." Yeah. And the others I'm like, "Well, you surprised me." You know, I'm so used to playing like you the strong got it together, you know, I'm like a You're fucking the caretaker. Cru- I'm and a then, cruise director yeah. at one point, but you've had a new baby <laughs> that's born kind and of, and it's born and she's amazing. What you've gone through. It's, it sounds like Juliana Floor. was saying that it's almost like gone along the ride of your yeah, own yeah. emotions, yeah. which I think is such a beautiful story. You so know, think- it's so funny. A follower was like, Chriselle, I feel like, you released a a post breakup album, but through fragrance. That's a great way of saying and it. And I was like, oh, a fragrance. Instead of musical notes, it's fragrance notes. Yes, absolutely. So we got to we got to know the story. I mean, I know the story, but our listeners, it's a pretty incredible story. And the way it has unfolded in the past two years, yeah. you've been creating this brand. It's called. Fleur. It's so fucking chic. And I have a fragrance memory associated with Missing Person, which I'll have to tell you is a funny story. Oh, I can't wait. Tell us about it. Gosh, yes. It's a beautiful baby. Thank you. Fleur is my baby born out of heartbreak, post-divorce, something that I really poured my heart and soul into. And I, I think that it was a really big part of my healing. And I can't say that's the reason why it's so successful. Obviously, I have an incredible team. The scents are incredible as well. But I think the fact that so many people were able to see themselves through each scent because each scent is tied to kind of a phase that I went through personally in my life. And so our kind of, I guess, motto and tagline is our scents are based off of memories that are, you know, universally shared. Even though we all might be going through different things, we all universally share the same emotions, which is emotions of deep sadness, happiness, joy. And so our very first fragrance was Missing Person. 
just to give you a quick context of Fleur, Fleur was an existing brand before, beautiful brand, but definitely a little bit more focused on just like clean beauty. And it was very kind of, I don't know, it felt a little sterile as far as like packaging and all of that. But I, I love the brand Fleur. I was very familiar with it, but there was an opportunity for my business partner and I to acquire the brand. And him and I, we were just brainstorming on like, how can we relaunch this in a very young but sophisticated way? Price points are amazing. So both, you know, the young consumer and the older consumer can both afford it and have it be attainable, but also aspirational. How can we do that? Because there's really no brand that has been able to really do that. I mean, Byredo is beautiful and it's young and cool, but the price points are quite high. Insane, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we really wanted to create something where it was attainable luxury for for our consumer. So we and, relaunched Fleur with Missing Person. And you launched it during COVID. Yes. Because it's, let me just put this, this is how strong the brand is doing. She launched during COVID, okay? A fragrance that you can't really smell until you get it. That mm. is, that, I mean, think about how much your power. Yeah. In, but it's sold out. <laughs> sold out. It's sold out. I mean, just brag a little bit. I mean, within like a day, it was done. Yeah. So w- when we launched Missing Person, honestly, we did not know what to expect because what we were doing, no one has ever done, which was selling a brand new fragrance online that no one has smelled before. It's different if it was a familiar fragrance that you could smell at a counter and then purchase it online. But at the time, we weren't available at Sephora. We weren't available at any counters. This was purely just like, we did not know if this was going to work. Like if we sold five, maybe we'll be happy. I don't know. And so we're like, okay, whatever. Let's launch it. Let's put our best foot forward. We created all the beautiful assets, which was about missing persons, really about missing a moment in time in your life, missing that one special person, missing somebody, something has a void at some point in their life. And that's the story I was telling. The story I was telling was really, I hated waking up to an empty bed. I've been in a relationship for 15 years. And now all of a sudden I'm waking up to an empty bed. I feel naked. I feel incomplete. Not necessarily I was missing this specific person, but I was missing that feeling of being with somebody. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to bottle something up where I sprayed it and it just felt nostalgic and warm and to the point where it felt like I was with somebody. And so that's missing person. And that's the only thing I was able to share was like, okay, these are the notes. It's a beautiful scent. You guys will love it. And this is the story behind it. And from that, you launched everything, baby. Yeah. From that, it went viral. And then because it went viral, we had a 200,000 person wait list. Insane. 200,000. Yes. Which has is unheard of, especially in the fragrance industry. Like no one's ever done that. Because again, traditionally, that's not how fragrances are sold. And so what started happening was because our very first fragrance was not available at least for three months because we were trying to figure out production, how to get more product. During a pandemic. During a pandemic. Shortly after that, we launched Not Your Baby next, Lost Cause, Apricot Privé. And because of that FOMO effect that missing person created of not being able to get your hands on a Fleur fragrance, every single fragrance started selling out because once we dropped it, people just had that fear that 
it might go viral again and they might not be able to get it. And so I'm just very grateful that Missing Person was our very first fragrance. But they're, all, but they're all beautiful. I mean, and now you have, beautiful. you know, body wash. I mean, she'll tell you a story. She won't let her kids. She's my daughter, girls. my daughter, my oldest daughter is eight and uh-huh. she, you know, uses my shower. And she was like, mommy, what's this shower gel? And I was like, you can't touch that. That's mommy's. Like, like, that's for adults. That's that's mine. I, but I actually say that to my kids, too. It's so funny. So Missing Person. Do you remember when Fred Siegel used to have their mix your own fragrance blend and they did it in these little black bottles? Uh I mixed my own fragrance blend and it is exactly Missing Person. You're kidding me. So when I first smelled Missing Person- I know, we're connected on some some level. honest to God, was brought back to that fragrance. And I I was like, oh my God, this is the fragrance I created at Fred Siegel like 15 years ago. That's insane. The exact- scent. Insane. So every time I wear it, I am brought back to that moment in time where I was single and I was, you know, like that was, that was who I was. I was visiting LA. I was visiting her. That makes me so happy. I, that, and that is missing person for whatever reason, missing person has that effect on so many people on so many levels of like, this reminded me of when I was in college. That's the beauty about missing person is that There's just so many different stories that have come out of what it reminds them of. And it became therapy to people. They will literally film themselves spraying it and just start crying because it reminds them of like their ex-boyfriend from high school or like their grandma that passed away or whatever it was. And that became the trend to do on TikTok. But isn't that what fragrance is? Like to me, like CK1 was my high school, Obsession. early like college Charlie. years. Oh, like yeah. Charlie was what my grandmother wore, you know, Love like Charlie. Sunflowers by Elizabeth Arden, you know, Dolce Gabbana Light Blue. Light Blue. Like those were like fragrances of my time. And then I was fancy and I got Creed Spring Flowers mm-hmm. that now I oh, vomit wow. when I smell it. But yeah. On my life this morning, I have my mom. She has one bottle that I took. It's... Dior Durissimo. Uh-uh. I sprayed it this morning. Just one little thing of her. Yeah. Fragrance is powerful. It's so powerful. Yeah. It really just takes you places. What was your favorite fragrance? Yeah, what's your back favorite in the day? Oh, back in the day. Oh gosh. Okay. What I was able to afford back then was not much, but I did wear Clinique Happy a lot. Oh, I love Ooh, yeah, that was a good one. Do you know it was a really good one, guys? Gucci Rush. Oh, I don't remember, I don't remember Gucci Rush. Oh, f- find it on Amazon. If they can still, I'm telling you, that was a sexy scent. That was a very oh. good scent. Mm-hmm. Gucci Rush. You spent your, your, my, my banana retail, Republic. your banana, my banana Republic, Republic money dollars. on Gucci Rush. Yeah. The topic around hair is such a personal conversation for women. And I'll admit something to you. After I had children, my hair definitely was thinner than before I got pregnant. I know it's a thing that happens to a lot of women, and I shouldn't be ashamed of it, but hair is like our security blanket, and I'm always looking for ways to have mine grow thicker. Now, most of you probably know about Nutrafol because they are the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement that has clinically shown improvement in hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. The way Nutrafol works in supporting healthy hair growth is by targeting the five causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. They have three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, and I love how thoughtful they've been in these product developments. And yes, there is one for postpartum and one for menopause. 
Each formula has been created by physicians to have a natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredient so you get consistently reliable results. If you go to any hair salon, derm, you ask any friends, more often than not, they will tell you to use Nutrafol if you're wanting thicker hair. And so am I, because it really works and it really is number one for a reason. With just four pills a day, you'll start to see results in three to six months. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code LIPSTICK to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is the best offer anywhere, and it is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol, that's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LIPSTICK. I have to say, even over a week later, I'm still recovering from my Thanksgiving. Between travel and indulging in so many feasts with my family, I can feel my body craving a probiotic. And you might wonder what that means to crave a probiotic. Well, for starters, if you're feeling bloated or distended or having digestion irregularly, it's really the only thing that really does the trick. You guys know I love seed. I love that they have the special formulation, which I'm going to tell you guys about. It's called Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is the probiotic I've been taking for a while now. It's a broad spectrum, plant-based prebiotic and 24 strain probiotic formulated for digestive gut immune and additional systemic benefits. The capsule in capsule design protects against stomach acid, digestion enzymes and bile salts for viability through digestion. Now, what does that mean? Let me break it down. I really find this quite fascinating. It means that the live probiotics will actually make it to the end of the small intestine for delivery into the colon. If you've ever taken a probiotic before and you've never really felt any difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. But with seed, the DSO-1 daily symbiotic supports benefits in and beyond the gut, ease of bloating, healthy regularity, and ease of evacuation, which is always good. And it will also support your gut barrier, skin health, heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. By the way, gut immune function is not about boosting the immune system. It's about supporting the crosstalk between your intestinal cells and your immune cells. Many, including myself, see improvements in digestion within 24 to 48 hours. Last thing, Seed has an incredible refill system using sustainable biomaterials to reduce our imprint and be gentler to our planet. It's hard not to love them. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash lipstick and use code lipstick to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash lipstick and use code lipstick. I promise you guys, you will truly love it. Do you have a favorite baby now? It's hard to say because I don't have one that I spray every single day. I spray one dependent on what I'm doing and how mm-hmm. I'm feeling. But I would say my long time favorite has been Apricot Privé. I love Apricot Privé. I love, Privé. Yeah. I love my box. It just makes me I love feel everything. like a rich bitch. You feel like a rich bitch. When I got your uh-huh. box, was it the one we did with the Flamingo Estate? Apricot. The, yeah. The Apricot so See, I remember your, your package yeah. that you sent. That's how powerful. Yeah. So fucking chic and beautiful. And I'm, I love apricot. It makes me happy. happy. Yeah. Yes. It's happy. Yes. I don't know. There's something about apricot privé. It wasn't my absolute favorite in the beginning because I was more drawn to lighter scents. 
And I think that's when I developed Missing Person with our perfumer. But then the more I started smelling apricot privé, it just, it makes a statement. And I think that's where I was in my life, where like I wanted to walk in and make a statement. And that's what apricot privé and also somebody would which is our latest fragrance. You know, I'm I'm obsessed with like sand. Like I love I love this one so much. I I I just I love that sandal woody like woodsy kind of manly smell. I yeah, do. I mean it's such me. a good. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yummy. I mean, I don't like to say that it's for fall, but I think it's it's mm-hmm. for all year round, especially for I think men absolutely adore this scent. Which is, we say all of our fragrances are unisex. But I, I think this is our very first one where like men actually equally love it as the, much as the women. And the shower gel is insane. Insane. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. So what's next with the line? Where are you going to go with it? Oh, there's a lot coming, guys. Like a more lot. fragrances? So our last scent of the year that we're dropping in December is so effing hot. It should be called effing hot. It's called Tangerine Boy. Tangerine mm. Boy? Tangerine Boy. Is there a new boy? Oh, gosh. Mm, We'll talk about that later. Maybe. I wish. (laughs) Dreams might come true. So Tangerine Boy is... How my partner describes it is that it smells like the person that you want to cozy up on their neck. Like, it Mm. just smells like... It's just so freaking sexy. But immediately when you smell it, it's a fruity scent. But once it dries down, it's incredibly woody and spicy. Oh, yummy. And so it's a little unexpected. Just like, like most talk of our like sex. That and are. Someone's going to want to have sex with you. Yeah. I promise you. Just keep talking like it's, that. It's a very sexual, yummy scent for both guys and girls. I'm actually wearing it, but. Oh, I want to smell. I, I, I've literally, I'm something wood from head to toe. I know. Something would might overpower. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I don't That's know if you can beautiful. smell all. You have it's somebody light. with all over. No, I can smell that. That's, That's beautiful. pretty. It's fresh, but it's it's fresh, like but sexy. it's not heavy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Can we talk all about right. confidence, and of course, we're going to get to beauty. We're going to we're going to get there, people. <laughs> You've sold a lot of beauty products to yeah. me on your Instagram, just so you know. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I, uh, she's she's like a walking Sephora Ulta. Have you always had confidence? Oh, absolutely not. No. I mean, Cause you come off like even ten years ago, eight. Even when you, I met you, you felt like I was confident for the first very, time. Very. Oh well, I'm really great at faking it then. Well, I think to start a YouTube Can channel you at the us? age you did, I mean, you have to have because you're putting yourself out there. Which but is I think it's a incredible type of confidence when you are, and you you will actually realize this with a lot of content creators, especially young content creators, is that they can light up when they see the camera. Because it's just them and the camera. Mm. It's not real human interaction. But then when you see them in person, they are so uncomfortable, uncomfortably shy, right? Yeah. And that's actually very common in creators because all they've had for the past few years is having to interact with the camera. And that's it. Their audience, the people that they're talking to is the camera. That's fair. Yeah. And so I was kind of like that in the beginning. But as, you know, I had to develop my my social skills as I was going out to events and meeting clients. I'm sitting so, at the Chanel yes. and Saint Laurent and Dior and Rêve <laughs> on the front row of the uh, <laughs> biggest fashion houses. Yeah, so I, I really had to learn how to fake it at least. But I think now I'm very confident. I think, you know, 
how you truly become confident, not faking it, because I think everyone can fake it. It's like acting. You could fake anything, right? Mm -hmm. But I think true confidence really comes from a deeper place where after you have gone through shit, you realize that you could handle anything mm -hmm. and nothing can actually take you down. And that's where the true inner confidence comes from. So not that I wasn't confident pre-divorce, but I think I was knocked down a few times before divorce, you know, even with businesses and getting rejected. You know, Molly, you've been a model like since you're a you teenager. You are 99.9% .9 confirmed until you're not. <laughs> exactly. So you know how that is. Like, yes, but the, uh, the amount of times that you've gone rejected well, I can tell day, you it's about a million times more than, you know, you're rejected until you're not. Yeah. I can count on two hands what's made me, right? Right. I can't even, I can't even remember the number of no's. But I, don't I you mean, feel like you're just a more confident person because you just don't care about like... You know, it just, it makes you more resilient. Exactly. You kind of like... Oh, no. Okay. Moving on. Oh, you wanted a dark headed girl. Oh, okay, great. Oh, I'm too blonde. You're too tall. You're too fat. You're too, your nose is too big. Your calves are too big. You're too skinny. You're, 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 you are too blonde. If you go blonde, your career is going to be over. I actually don't even go there. I'm like, I just kind of skip on my way. Yeah. Like that is where I don't put, I don't put energy behind yeah. rejection. I know it's, a, it sounds weird because of course it will, you know, when someone says no or they don't want to do something or I didn't get so of course it like stings for a second, but I don't I don't put energy. I don't put energy into people that I don't yeah. feel that I'm getting it back. So in that way, it's made me confident to be able to say no. It's made me confident to be able to be like, okay, that's okay. You be you over here and I'll be me over here and we don't have to work yeah. together. You know, so in that way it's made me confident. Yeah. 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 It's a good feeling. Yeah. No, it is a good feeling. I it's like when you know yourself and your self-worth and what you actually deserve, anything else beneath you, below that, it doesn't really affect you as much mm -hmm. emotionally. Yeah. Of course, in the beginning, it hurts a little bit, but then I think you just develop thicker skin and I think that's where the confidence starts to develop. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. being a mom to young girls, like for them to see that confidence is so important. Oh, like, yeah they're probably looking up to you in a completely different way than you probably even realize. Like they're learning from you. Yeah. With just you being you. I also love that the mothers in our generation now is just so different. We're just showing all cards at this point. Whereas before I was like, when I could talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're just they wouldn't everything. talk about it. They wouldn't show no, like yeah. they were overwhelmed or anxious no. or they would just hide it or not even hide it. They just wouldn't acknowledge it. Right. And they thought that it was protecting us. But in fact, it was actually not helping us. Obviously, that's all they knew. That's what they thought was best for us. But the parents now, our generation, it's like, no, we're redefining what parenting, what being a mother looks like. We work. The dads can go pick up the kids. We could co-parent. We could travel. We could dress sexy as hell and not be called a slut, yeah, right? Totally. Right? And you're a mom. I mean, that was unheard of. And so I just love that our generation now I is redefining what motherhood is. And, and our kids are going to reap the benefits. They're going to have strong mothers. They're going to be strong kids growing up. Before we get to beauty really quickly, we should talk about Bumo because it is 
all for the working mother. Yes. And working father, really. Yes. Well, Buma was really born out of need for me once I became a mother to my first daughter, Chloe, who's now eight. So it, it was an idea that I had for many, many years, but it was really born maybe about five years ago. But it evolved a lot. So initially, Boom was started off as a co-working space with licensed childcare. So working parents can actually go into the space and not have to choose one or the other. They could take a conference call and then do a mommy and me date and then hop on back over to a meeting, obviously in one location, but obviously still separated so parents can get their stuff done. But it's evolved because after we started opening up our locations, we realized that the working parent now is very different. They just need what is the most important for them is high quality childcare on demand. They need it as backup as, you know, whether it's a, a full-time thing, part-time thing or a backup thing. So we've actually developed this on-demand model for Bumo where we have currently five locations. We're opening up five more and it, we're coming out with an app where you open it up and you could actually see in what areas there's a Bumo care spot open for you. So let's say, Molly, you're like, oh, crap, my nanny can't come because she called in sick, but I still need to take this this really important meeting. What am I going to do? I, I, I can't have them around me. Then you open up your app and then you see, oh, okay, Bumo Care in Pastina has one spot open or Bumo Care in Century City has, let me book this and then let me just drive them there. So we believe that booking childcare should be as easy as ordering food. Obviously, there's a lot more technicalities to it because finding high quality care is very important and kind of hard to do. So that's where we come in and we kind of vet everyone out, make sure that everyone's boom was certified. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and we need it. We and need it's it. hard because there's you a know, lot of guilt associated week, with it too. Like my kids were home with me and I'm like, we very hard to get anything yeah. done. It takes like about seven hours longer. Yeah. My business partner, Lauren, her her husband's dad recently passed. And so she's been alone with the kids for about three months now because he was there like tending to the family and making sure everything was set up. So she's been pretty much a single mom for the past three months. And of course, her kids are in school. But then after school, like she just doesn't have that support that she used to with her partner. Mm-hmm. And so she's been able to use Bumo Care kind of on the spot and be like, okay, I need help on these days, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's what Bumo Care is all Bumo about. Bumo Care. I love the name. Let's go from Bumo to beauty. Bumo to beauty. Okay. Favorite moisturizer. Oh God, you guys are gonna put me on the spot. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, your skin is insane. Glowing. Oh, like, thank you. It went through a lot this past month because... I've just been flying nonstop, but I feel like I've gotten it back to where it needs to be. Does flying dry you out? Because I have hormonal acne and aging skin. So I'm dealing with both. It's like dry, but also oily and sensitive, Mm. which is so So fun, annoying and fun. fun. Yeah. But I actually have a very good solution that I found through my derm for hormonal skin. Tell us your chin, because that's where I break out is my chin. My chin would not stop breaking out. The worst. There would be one and then mm-hmm. it would be like a right volcano. Here. Oh my God. It's I a volcano right here. here. Yes. Here, mm. right under my yeah. lip. So there's a new prescriptive topical drug called Win Levy. Win Levy. Win Levy. I've been on it for literally six days and my skin has cleared up. I mean, they should be paying me for saying this, but I, I don't, I purchased it myself. Like, I don't Win know who's Levy. behind Win Levy. But How do you spell it? I think it's W Y N 
L-E-V-I, okay. something like that. Okay. We'll look it up. It's prescription. Prescription. But my derm recommended it for me. And it's what Sometimes I love about it. Sometimes you need it. that to kind of get over that patch. So it doesn't keep But then so for me, I'm happening. oily. So I, I naturally produce a lot of sebum. So I'm just putting it mainly on my chin, but a little bit around the areas that I have a lot of whiteheads mm-hmm. that pop up. And it's just cleared it all out. And it doesn't dry me up because I've used other acne products that... It dries you out. It dries me out. And it, and it gets I, you red and irritated. Yeah, and I also have aging skin, so I can't have it dry me out, right? I mean, it does not look aging from here. I mean... Not really aging. So I mean, what, <laughs> what cleanser? What's the cleanser that you use? Cleanser is IS Clinical. It's just called the Cleanser com- Complex. Complex, yeah. I've I love that. that they one. recently came out with, with... a duo. The duo, the scrub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that one. The cleanser oh, complex. So you have one that's like foaming and then one that has like a little bit of grit to grit. it. It's great. Yes. So I use a one that has a grit to it. There's mm. also this one brand that you can't get here that I always restock when I go to France. I'm sure it'll be available soon, but it's called O O apostrophe or O exclamation mark. Oh my skin. It's and such it's, a weird it, it's a fr- Is it a French pharmacy find? It's not a French pharmacy find. There is this little curated boutique called Oh My Skin in France, in Paris. It's right on the main roads, like Saint Honoré, that area. Mm-hmm. And it's this little well-curated boutique of skincare finds. And they have their own line. But mm-hmm. it's like people are learning about it. And the hype is getting there. They have a great cleansing balm. Ooh. And that's what I got hooked on. It's so beautiful. And then they have a great cleanser as well. And they also have like this powder cleanser that you put on top of your cleanser. And you just like rub an it enzyme? on. Yeah, it's like an enzyme. Mm-hmm. I like that. But there's something very light and clean feeling about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's very effective. I used to live on a Roussantano, right? What's your favorite serum? Serum. So currently I go back and forth. My one staple is Clote Pebote. The serum. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. one. It's amazing. I love that one. It's just like a staple for me. I don't yeah. leave the house without it. I use it pretty much every day on top of like any newer serums that I'm using. A newer serum that I am using is the Night Serum from Dr. Barbara Sturm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I like it. I just know it's pricey. So I just don't know if it's worth the price quite yet. I haven't used it. I haven't it. used it either. I like how it makes my skin feel. Have you ever used Retrive? Retrive. Oh, yeah, but I, I don't... It's kind of an old... It's an older brand. It's in a black packaging. It's really expensive, but their serum uh, we were talking about yesterday and the overnight facial from Sarah Chapman, it's a little bit similar. Great. Oh, I got to try that. It's great. Overnight facial by, by Sarah, Sarah Chapman, Chapman or okay. Retrouvé. What's your favorite foundation? Oh, my God, you guys. Tell me. You guys. Okay, so I... Foundation is like my thing because I, you know, obviously when I break out, it's like I want to look like I have perfect skin, but my... My foundation that I've been using for three months all throughout Fashion Week is Clare Popote's. It's their newest whipped foundation. You're not supposed to use it with a brush. You're supposed to use it. Wait, is whipped? that the one? Why? Is that the one I use? The Clare Popote? No, whipped? that's no. It's that's. It's this in is, a jar. Yeah, it's in the jar. That's the but one. She's I'm, saying it's a new one. Four, I'm, I'm forty. Medium. No. Ours is the one we were using is in a gold jar called the foundation. The foundation. Yeah. 
It's in, it's in a gold jar, though. Yeah, it's a gold jar. It's I like think a, she's saying it's new. It's whipped. Ours isn't whipped. Ours, well, hold on. Let me hold, on. hold on. What's, this second. is new, you said? It's newer. Know. It's not brand new, like a month new, but... This is like three or four hold, years old. please. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, so then this isn't Okay, it. hold on. Clay de Po, I gotta know. Okay, we gotta okay. know. Kaja, you gotta, we gotta try it. So okay. their beauty color director, Benjamin Pucky, he reformulated. Is it this one? I think he reformulated yeah. it. Yeah, he reformulated it. So I don't know if it's... Oh, maybe it's reformulated. It's reformulated. The foundation. The foundation, you guys. You guys, it I is amazing. We were the OGs. We, we, were, we were the OGs no, on no, it. You guys have I to get this it. one. I she to, found it. I found it. It was the best this foundation. This shit is so good. Like, Are you wearing it now? It, like, I'm your skin it looks now. insane. It's insane. But what I love about it is that it... Okay, you can use a brush because sometimes I don't like using my hands because it gets all like dirty and stuff. But the fact that I apply it on like a moisturizer, it just feels like I'm not even putting on makeup and it just feels like a, like a tinted skincare. And it just- it's not heavy. It's not heavy. But it covers. It covers. And it leaves your skin so luminous. I'm out. Like, I'm completely out. I, I need to either request more or get more. Like, it's just- Benjamin, if you're listening to Lipstick on the Rim, she needs more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I need more. And so do it's, these ladies. <laughs> I, I used to literally use it all the time. I mean, it's the best found. I, I sold so Clay many at Cost Bar. The foundation. Like I lived right next to a Cost Bar in the city and uh. I would just send my friends there and be like, just buy it, just buy it. They start, Cost Bar started giving it to me for free. I feel I like Clody Poe so is one of those brands that are a little under the radar because they're wildly popular in Asia. Like in Asia, that's all people use. But here I feel like it's not on the top of mind for people. It's kind of yeah. like, if you know, you know, type of thing. No, but it also stays on your skin all day. Oh, which yeah. I love. But it lets it breathe. So it doesn't like you don't see the makeup. Yeah. Now, what blush are you wearing? Because it's got a hint yeah, of a little shimmer a little to it. Shimmer. Oh, so Hourglass came out with that one palette. Oh, my Did God. Did they have an elephant on it? Yes, yes, oh, she I just, just got, got it. it. She just got it. This morning, she was showing it her out. this morning. <laughs> Wait, do you have it on you? I, I didn't bring it with me. No, I didn't bring it with me. You guys, it has an elephant on it. And beautiful. It has all the. Best it's colors the ambient in it. Yeah. palette. Yeah. It's so pretty. Way. Her daughter, May, was like, yeah, you have the other one, too, that looks just like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has everything. And I love that. So what I do is with the blush, I mix it with mm -hmm. the, the highlighter. Yeah, it's so beautiful. beautiful. I put it on. I put on the highlighter first. Mm -hmm. And then I, I just put the blush yeah. on top it's of beautiful. it. And it's then I just, so pretty. It gives you that nice glow. It's and so you can pretty. wear a beautiful cat eye eyeliner. Thank you. And are Thank those you. your lashes? No. Okay. Beauty secrets. Get everything permanent tattooed or fake, like fake lashes. But your lashes look. But your insane. lashes look good. I went through the stage. I couldn't do it. We looked terrible. I, I mean, mean, we literally if look I like pull cookers. Up a picture of I mean, what I looked was, like. I it was rough. Like we'd like you guys, be missing lashes. So bad. You guys just have to find the right person. I know. Lashes are kind of my thing because I don't have much lashes at all. Like my real really? lashes. Yeah. So I went through a series of people that just didn't know how to do my lashes because I have smaller Asian eyes. So they would just overwhelm my eyes and I just like looked crazy. But I finally found someone and I love her and she just does it super naturally. Oh, yeah. Do you so give us her number? Please. Yes. Let's talk about travel because I do think you traveled to some incredible places yeah. and you also said you've got your travel hacks down. You mm -hmm. said that, you know, in the beginning, like tell us like what your travel routine is for your skincare what you pack, give us like the quick 
lowdown on how you make travel efficient because you're always on the go, which yeah. I love. I mean, this year, more than any year, I feel like I've, I've been on the go just like every other week when because I co-parent like every other week when I don't have the girls, like I'm on a plane somewhere. But yeah, my travel hacks actually start off with when we book the flight because I always, always, always want to make sure I have a good night's rest on the flight. Mm. And so when I hit wherever I'm at, like I hit the ground running, so I'm not wasting a day. So it all it all starts from, I like a good red eye, even though mm-hmm. I know most people don't. I like a good I, red eye. I like I can't, good red I'm eye. I'm not good at those. She's not good at them. I know. They're Unless brutal. it's a Europe one. They're brutal. I can do the it. four hour in New York, LA when I can't New do. York, LA is hard. I yeah. think it's more of the Europe one because yeah. then you get like your full hours of sleep. Yeah. So you're not really losing any time. Yeah. So anyway, so from that and then I have the most travel size products. I have all my travel size products in a kind of my travel size bag. So a separate bag. Separate bag. So I'm not repacking anything. So I have a travel size bag with all my favorite travel size products. I do not use them when I land and I'm at the hotel or I'm at home, even though they're my favorite products, because the whole idea of it is like not having to take them out to repack it, to have to redo it again. So they just stay in the bag from the minute that I get there to the minute that I land. So the next trip, I have it again. So that's kind of my thing. It's like I'm I, doing that. I'm yeah. copying that. Yeah. Because I'm always like and filling just, and changing and adding and then I'll forget something. It, yeah. I, I hate it. I have everything from cleansers to oils, everything. And then I also have an electronic travel kit, which has chargers, headphones, because I'm always on the go, I always have different adapters. So I have one adapter that has literally every single kind of country. It's pretty massive. You get on Amazon. It's one of those bags I always have ready. Oh, I also, I do travel with sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your favorites? Tell us everything. I actually like allergy pills. The Benadryls? Benadryls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you don't wake me, up groggy. Yeah, I don't wake up groggy. And it just like puts me out, especially yeah. when I'm jet lagged. And if I have one of those... Once I land, I'm like reset. Yeah. So what's your favorite place to travel to? Favorite place, London. London. Mm. Yeah. London for a few reasons. But one, our floor shop is there at Selfridges. So I just love seeing it because there's no real in-person floor shop except for Selfridges. I mean, you go to Sephora, but it's not like an actual little shop. There's something about London where... It feels like you're in a foreign country, mm-hmm. but everyone speaks English. So it's easy I to just that. get around and people are funny and nice. What's your favorite hotel? So I've stayed at multiple different hotels there. Cafe Royale is really good because mm-hmm. it's right next to Barry's Boot Camp. <laughs> I try to stick with my kind of regular programming when I'm traveling. Also, the Dorchester is beautiful. I recently stayed at... It was like the Queen Elizabeth suite or whatever. Oh, wow. It was probably the biggest suite I've ever stayed at. And that was definitely a treat. And it has like a beautiful view to Hyde Park and all of that. So yeah, those are probably my two favorite hotels there. Favorite restaurant? I'm just always at... I'm always at 22. Yeah. Yeah, I love 22. I love a firehouse moment there. Firehouse is not a private... I, I don't know Children. what it is. Everything is like private over there. I know. But... Chiltern isn't, but it's still good. It's still good. Yeah. Okay, we do a little rapid fire. What's one beauty product you cannot live without? Oh, God. Not counting my floor stuff. I would say make lip serum balm. 
Oh, okay. Mm, I don't know that one. Oh my Mm. God, you guys. Make lip serum balm. All right. It's... Oh, I do know it. I do know it. Make, M-A-K-E. Yeah. Amazing. I know the brand, brand on Violet Gray, right? Yeah. She's but, awesome, the owner. Carrie. Carrie. The oh, serum yeah. balm Make. is, I put it on to sleep. I put it when I travel. I, I got everyone in, around me hooked. Hooked. Even guys. Guys mm-hmm. are hooked. It's called right, the serum it. balm yeah. by Make. M-A-K-E. It just has like this chubby like yeah. uh, applicator that you put on this like juicy but not sticky lip. Balm and it looks chic and it looks so chic. It also looks really good with like lip liner and just like clear, clear, clear gloss. Yeah, so good. Favorite part about being a mom? Favorite part about being a mom? My girls are old enough now where I feel like they're my homies, so mm-hmm. I could just like have a good conversation with them. Just having a conversation at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel like I just have girlfriends now, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it only gets better as they get older. Favorite cocktail? Oh. I don't really do cocktails anymore. I just do... I'm going to sound like a crazy alcoholic. I just do vodka on the rocks with a spritz of sparkling water. That sounds delicious. That sounds sounds delicious, actually. Come on over and have one right now. You know, it's just... It gets straight to the point. Yep. Coffee or tea? Oh, coffee, 1,000%. Biggest pet peeve? People that can't apologize and say sorry. Oh, my Can you speak to too. a friend of ours right now? <laughs> oh, mean. okay. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? <sighs> to have more time, to be able to either replicate myself mm-hmm. or to be able to stop time and do more. <laughs> this is going to blow your mind. I don't know if you can answer it, but top three favorite handbags. Oh, oh, I didn't do one, people. I know. I she want can't her do handbag that she walked in with. Oh don't, my God. don't worry. I can't. I know. You I can't want do it. it. I know. I want it so bad one day. Hermes Kelly. Her- Hermes Kelly. Okay, one, my Hermes She's Kelly. She's right over Vintage. There. She's right over here. She might just be staying here when you leave. No, she might she, not make I, it out the door. It's pretty much my... She might be a missing person. <laughs> <laughs> she might be a missing person. <laughs> a missing bag. Next fragrance. <laughs> my classic Hermes. I, I'm not one of those Hermes collectors that have a lot of Hermeses. I... This is like one out of two that I have. And and this is the one that I use every day. The next one is more of a trendier one that just released, which is a Prada Triangle. It's mm. a two for one. It, it has two pouches that's clipped onto one bag. And you could actually unclip one if you just want the classic black or if you want the patterned. You could use a pattern. Mm. So it's a two for one. Yeah, I love that. Prada's back. Oh, Prada I is so love, back. love, love, love. Yeah, I should have kept my damn oh, nylon. Oh. I know. So mad. I know. It's so good. I don't know the name of this, but I use it a lot. It's my long skinny clutch from Saint Laurent. I actually don't have many clutches because I just don't like clutches because even like when we do carpets, like you don't really no, want to no. hold the clutch. You just, you don't it's need just, it. No. Right? So, but then the one clutch that I actually purchased because I was obsessed with it is like the long, thin, it's like so paper thin. It's a long, thin cigarette clutch from Saint Laurent. It's like patent-ish black and it's sexy. I wear it with jeans and it's just, it's You know good. what I purchased? Do you remember I purchased the Saint Laurent heart bag? Yes. Oh, in the, um, so cute. You have the oh. Chanel heart too, don't you? I didn't you? get it. Oh, you didn't? I, I thought know. you got the heart. I thought I was going to, but I didn't, I couldn't do it. It was too oh. expensive. I wanted the Chanel heart. I, I wanted my the Chanel heart and I didn't it. do it. I should have. Hallie got that heart. But I love my Saint Laurent, the heart one. It's just like fun. It's sparkly. Fun. 
it's good. Actually, I have the Alaya Heart one, mm. and that one's really cute too. What's your power heel? My Tom Ford black gold chain shoes. Beautiful. Last thing you did at night before you went to bed? I lit up the Fleur candle, which mm. is a holiday exclusive, and I read a book. Mm. I try to read at least 15 minutes a day because one, it puts me to sleep, and it also allows me to not be on my phone while I go to sleep because that's too easy to do, right? Yeah. We always ask every guest before they go, if you could give advice to your 10-year-old little self, what would it be? <sighs> the advice I would give the 10-year-old Chriselle would be, you're going to eventually get to where you want to be, but it's not the way that you think you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. So just be ready for adventure. an adventure. You're amazing. So happy we love for you. you. You guys, you can find Chriselle at Chriselle Lim Fleur. Oh, Congratulations. Thank you, guys. This was so, so much happy. fun. Really. I'm, I'm it was happy cathartic in ways, cathartic. Too, right? <laughs> we've cried. We've laughed. We've drank. We smell That's great. We smell amazing. Oh, love I have you guys. The entire Thank you for Fleur having me. Somebody would on me right <laughs> now. I'm so happy, you guys. We will see you guys next week. Bye, you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Emisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Tawfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Ken Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.